I am Dave Biddle, very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit. Although this Friday is, is nothing um, that's usual, Jonah. Um, you know, just I'll, I'll just cut right to the chase. Did the committee, did Dr. Drake, did Ohio State get this right with Urban Meyer being suspended for three games? I think Ohio State completely dropped the ball on this entire saga. I mean, the, can someone please be hired into the Ohio State PR department to handle crisis management. I mean, how, how many times do this, this school has to go through a, a crisis to completely drop the ball? To me, Dave, I think they completely uh, bowed down to the social media mob and, and trying to placate to the national media, trying to please them. At the end of the day, those guys are going to be out for blood no matter what Ohio State decides. If they would have fired Urban Meyer, people would have been like, oh, they waited too late to, to fire him. Why did they wait so late? You, you don't give them any type of suspension, they would go absolutely bananas. So they try to, they try to split the baby and give them three games. Um, you can make an argument that maybe he should have got some type of punishment, but if you look at the reports, and they're saying he followed procedure. To me, this was Ohio State administration just trying to placate to the national media. And at the end of the day, those guys are still out for blood. They're still thirsty out there. Yeah, that's the biggest thing I noticed yesterday. Um, you know, the day after, obviously, you know, all day Wednesday, we were on pins and needles all day, and finally at the, uh, you know, really late on Wednesday, news broke. And then all day Thursday, Jonah, um, just watching sports shows, even you know, listening to sports radio shows, pretty much everybody outside of Columbus, um, you know, take the name of your, your column there, outside of Columbus, um, they were basically acting like Zach Smith was a, a, you know, not that he was an accused abuser, that he was, you know, that he was a convicted abuser, that he, that this was like a fact, and Urban Meyer was covering this up. That, that's that's the gist I got. You heard people like. Heather Denich and you know Paul Feinbaum and on and on and on. I hate to single any one person out because there was a lot of people doing this, but they weren't saying, you know what, if this happened, they were basically saying that this happened and Urban Meyer helped cover this up, and I just think that's just so far off from what the reality is. I am sick and tired and disgusted with the national media when it comes to their holier-than-thou attitude, their fake outrage it's part of the reason why people can't stand the media and don't trust the media. And Ohio State fans, they, they're backed into the corner. They're staring down the eye of a Category 5 hurricane right now when it comes to this social media and, and fake media outrage storm right now. And the thing that, that really bugs me, as you mentioned, is they're jumping on this story and acting like something is 
fact. And the fact of the matter is, if you look at that report, there's nothing in there in regards to domestic violence abuse. They, the school just spent $500,000 on this report. And to me, I was, one, I was hoping there was going to be a solid conclusion on what happened. And to this day, we still don't know what actually happened in that relationship between Zach and Courtney Smith. Now, obviously, there's, there's wrongdoings on all parts. And the thing that really irks me is there's not one person in Buckeye Nation that doesn't agree that Zach Smith was an absolute turd. The guy was just a bad human being. But they're jumping to a conclusion like this guy was a, a serial domestic violence abuser and Urban Meyer was covering up when there's no evidence and there's no facts to back up that claim. And these people are going on a national platform with hundreds of thousands of followers on social media. You got ESPN who's clocking, you know, probably five viewers a day, considering nobody watches that platform anymore. But obviously you got Paul Feinbaum in the South. And, and the thing is, is these people are out here spewing this nonsense and acting like they're upset when – they just want blood, and they're just pissed off because Urban wasn't fired. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, the big concern I have right now is, you know, let's say, like, Urban thought all along, okay, hopefully I just keep my job, suspension, I'll just weather the storm, all good. That's not how he feels about it, though. Um, so my big concern is the relationship between Urban Meyer and Ohio State will never be the same. And Ohio State is a broad thing. It's not, that's not just one person, but um, – the way President Drake handled this, and there's been you know, rumors back and forth. You know, some people have said it's not Mrs. Wexner. Some people said it is Mrs. Wexner that keeps getting refuted and being brought up and then being refuted again. So I, I don't know about that. I know from multiple sources, I have no doubt about this, that uh, President Michael Drake uh, you know, wanted Urban to either serve a lengthy suspension, and he was not going to budge on that. In fact, getting him down to three games was actually quite a uh, compromise from Michael Drake's perspective. Jay Book, I don't think the relationship between Urban Meyer and Ohio State can ever be the same. I mean, unless, like, Drake leaves within, like, the next year and Urban's here for next, the next five years. Just, I mean, talk me off the ledge here, man. Is, is the relationship between Ohio State and Urban Meyer forever tarnished? I, I will tell you this, Dave, and I thought Jerry Rosinski today on uh, Carpenter Rothman put it best. And he said he, he knows people – who's very close to the situation, and what he was told was by any means Urban wants to be the football coach at the Ohio State University, and he was willing to do what it takes in order to, one, preserve his name, and two, stay the football coach here. So that tells me Urban has – he loves this program, he loves this, this university, and he wants to be here. I do think the relationship is damaged. Now, could you have a situation where tempers don't die down? You know, time time heals, you know, broken hearts over time. Now, Urban is a guy, he's a different dude. He's, a, he's cut from a different cloth. Could he hold a grudge? Could another opportunity present itself? And Urban think, think about it, it could. But my gut tells me the guy just loves this program and he loves the university and the community so much that I can't see him leaving. But but think about this, Dave. 
if, if you look at the makeup of the board, Urban pretty much had the backing of majority of the board members and big boosters here. So it's not like there's a situation where it was 50, you know, 60, 40, 55, 45 or something. He had the backing. It was essentially Michael Drake and a few big-time donors who were pushing hard for a suspension. And the reason they were pretty much pushing for that suspension is because they wanted to bow down to the political correctness and the social media warriors out there, uh, justice warriors. So, uh, so Urban has to look at a big picture. Yes, you may not agree with Michael Drake, but you also had the backing of majority of the of the board as well as Gene Smith. And it's not like Ohio State faithful is turning on him. If you poll somebody right now, I'm pretty sure 90, 95% of Ohio State people will be backing Urban Meyer. Can you even believe that a week from tomorrow is the season opener? I mean, it's, is that just crazy when, when we put it like that? A week from tomorrow is the season opener. Yeah, it's, it's an eerie feeling right now because, to me, this time of season, as, we, as we're approaching the season, it's almost like Christmas to me. You, you feel giddy. Right. You know, football football's coming up. That's you know pretty much that's on your mind. You got a, a college football game uh, appetizer this weekend, and it, and it almost feels like this whole saga has really ruined it. And, and what it's done for me is the way I've seen Ohio State fans being treated out there on social media. The way Ohio State uh, the the brand is being uh, talked about negatively on ESPN and other different networks, it, it kind of hardens you. And it, and it kind of puts you in the corner is, and it, it's an us-against-the-world mentality. And the thing that Ohio State has is they have a tremendous football team. And Joey Galloway said it best. Those kids over there with the, with the helmets and pads on at Ohio State, they don't care about this. What they're focusing on is Oregon State right now. The people who are outraged about this are the college football writers and the people who are out for blood, no matter what. This football team will be dialed in. And what I would love more than than anything is to see them to shove it back into everyone's face and come out and just absolutely dominate people. Yeah, and last thing before I let you go, my friend, um, what are you expecting out of this football team this year? Not just the first game. I know they're going to come out angry. Just overall, um, what's your vibe on this team? I think on paper this is Urban Meyer's best team that he's had since he's been here at Ohio State. You look at the offensive line that they're going to roll with, it's absolutely massive. If Michael Jordan is, is the starting center, you're going to be having three guys on the offensive line at 6'7", you know, 310 plus. You got two uh, 1,000 yard running backs in the making, uh, a big time star in the making, that quarterback. You look at the wide receivers, it's the deepest unit that they've had in years. I think we're going to see a tremendous, uh, a, a, a tremendous bump in production when it comes to that wide receiver unit with, with Heartline there. I, I think the fundamentals are going to be vastly improved on the defensive side. A lot of people are saying this is the best defensive line uh, that they've had, even with so many guys going to the NFL. Linebackers, the talent is there, but will Billy Davis have those guys up to snuff? 
I hope so. The defensive backs, you know, there's some question marks from the back end. But if you look at it overall, this is going to be a hell of a football team. I know Bobby Carpenter said he was at practice, and he had uh, spoken to a couple NFL scouts who've been around the country, and they said this team is absolutely loaded. This is by far one of the deepest teams that Urban Myers had. Obviously, that national championship team, they were they had a tremendous amount of NFL talent, but top to bottom, as far as depth, this is going to be a stacked team. And if they play with a chip on their shoulder and they just focus, don't worry about the outside noise. Just play your position, play it well, and play it with discipline, and this team will be a national championship contender. Jonah Booker is loaded with talent as well. You can catch Jay Book on Twitter at jbook37. You can catch him on Bucknuts is calling his outside Columbus. Thank you very much, Jonah, and thanks to all the listeners out there for tuning in to the show. I appreciate it. I hope you have a great day and a great weekend. Let's hear that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. Bye. Bye.